Hey everyone, welcome to the Story by Ori podcast. I am Ori, which is short for Oriana, and God has moved me to share my imperfect story with all of you imperfect people to remind you of a perfect God. Let's pause for just a moment and enjoy the life lesson from Storytime. Are you scared of God? I know, I just popped it off with a question. And it's deep. Are you? I mean, you know of God. I mean, God is like that person or that being that you've heard of, you know of. Um, Some of us may know him even farther than just a person or being that we know of. We talk to him every morning. We do our quiet time and things like that. But that question that I just started this episode with is for anybody, regardless of what spiritual level you're on, are you scared of him? I ask that because on one side, I'm going to start off with the faithful side. And I'm describing myself when I say this. On one side, we know God. We read his word. But this morning when I was doing my devotional, I was reminded of the story of when Jesus was traveling the earth. And he met with everybody, the godly, the sinners, everyone. But with the godly, They knew all his gospels. They knew his word. But he said that their hearts still wasn't with him. And God spoke to me this morning about about a particular situation that I'm battling right now. When when he said that their hearts wasn't really with him, he didn't even mean by them loving him or even them believing what his word said but when he said that their hearts weren't with him it was based on the action they was they weren't they weren't doing what they believed to be true their actions didn't reflect it Because for me personally, when I think back on this story, when I think about myself, I feel like it's because there's still some doubt in our hearts. Like you read that you only need a faith the size of a mustard seed. And that your God could move mountains. If you speak to a mountain, it'll move. But do you really believe that? And that's why I ask, are you scared of God? Do we really believe that God is who we say he is? Or are we scared? See, my my fears come from just stepping out there just doing it 
God gave me this episode title like almost two weeks ago. And I just knew that he was talking about people who are scared to, you know, admit that God is the head of their lives or to make God the head of of their lives. But this morning he revealed to me that he was talking about me too. Yeah, I tell the world that I'm, I love God. I'm a believer. But what have I not done to let him truly work in my life? What am I scared of? I'm too scared. <laughs> I'm too scared, y'all. And that's that's a personal story for you. I'm I'm I still have those certain fears. I I still have certain fears that I'm battling every single day. And I know I'm not the only one out there. I know I'm not. I know it's other people out there that feel the same way. And that's what this podcast is for. It's for us to admit the truth, to accept the truth, and to work on us being better people. But yes, y'all, the truth is, a part of me is scared that God won't do what he said he was going to do. That's just me being honest with y'all. But that's but that's not God though. The enemy wants to put that lie in my head. That the visions that God gave me aren't gonna come true because they're just they're just too big. People say all the time, your faith need to be so big, or your dreams need to be so big that it scare you. I'm on that level. But I also need to believe that God is going to provide no matter how big my dreams are. And I want you to believe the same thing. I want you to believe the same thing because your dreams are going to happen. Your dreams are implanted by your creator. God, he gave them to you for a reason, not to just have a good night's sleep because you're thinking about the things that will never happen, but at least you can dream about them because dreaming is free. No, that recurring thing that comes in your mind all the time to make yourself better or to do a certain thing, or to speak to a certain person, or to start a certain thing, whatever it is, that's God. It took me a while to learn it. But now that I'm on the level that I've learned it, I got to accept it. And me accepting it means that I'm not scared anymore. I'm not scared. I know 
without a shadow of a doubt that God is going to do everything that his word that his word says that he's going to do and not only that the not only with his word or through his word but I've heard God's voice I've heard him speak to me he spoke to me this morning through the spirit and he told me to do this podcast and I, that wasn't a part of my plan this morning but I'm up and I'm doing it he wanted me to For people who are in the same predicament as I am. Now you do have the other side of people who are literally scared of God. Like they, and honestly I don't want to say people are um, necessarily scared of God. Well, yes I do. Yes I do. I do want to say that because I remember myself before. I fully committed my life to Christ. I was scared. Like, I was scared of what I wouldn't have anymore. When you're out there in a secular world and you're doing certain things that that world accepts and you commit your life to Christ, there's going to be changes. You know, it's like taking your car in for a check of the oil needs changing. The brakes need pumping. You know, need more brake fluid. Things of that nature. You might, your tire pressure may be low. For some reason, in the secular world, they don't care about your car needing maintenance. But in, in God's world, he does. He wants you to be running in tip-top shape. And that's going to require some change. Some of us, no matter how bad we hide it, some of us don't want to change. Some of us like the life that we're living. It might not be a good day every day, but we like some of the things that we're doing in the secular world. We like some of those moments. And that's all they are. They're just temporary likes, they're temporary highs, they're temporary moments of enjoyment. But for some reason, we feel like that's something we'll never be able to let go of, and we're scared of God. We're scared to let go of those things, come to, come back to our creator and have him make us even better than we ever were before. We're scared to really read the Bible and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to us the meaning behind the words, the scriptures, the stories in the Bible. So we mask it. We mask it. We we make excuses. We complain. But in reality, we just need to get down to the nitty gritty. We do. I have a question for y'all. Especially for those who can relate to what I'm saying. 
when you're in a certain situation, let's say a storm, you're dealing with some things, things aren't going right. What do you do? What do you do? Do you complain? Do you punch something? Hopefully nobody. (laughs) Do you play a gospel song? Because, you know, you just need some positive words of encouragement. Do you watch a YouTube video of a pastor preaching? Or do you find time on your own to get in the word by yourself? What do y'all do? Even with myself, there has been times when I've been going through certain things. I remember one moment vividly with my husband and I when I was pregnant. We had a big argument. And I won't get into details, but I remember what I did afterwards. I went in the bathroom. And I started, like, going through a brain search, basically, in my head of verses to help me with that situation at the time. And I remember just crying and praying. And I didn't stop until I felt that at least an ounce better. No one interrupted me. And the house was full of people. We were living with my in-laws at the time, his parents. And I just remember crying and praying, crying and praying. I got up. After I felt an ounce better, (laughs) I brushed myself off and I walked back out. I didn't revisit that situation anymore. Because I know... In that moment, I really did believe every single thing I prayed for. And I knew that God was going to fix it. But I don't do that every time, y'all. Sometimes I complain. Sometimes I try to find my joy in that gospel song. Sometimes I vent to other people instead of venting to God. I'm just being real with y'all. I'm just being open. My spirit told me to. The Holy Spirit told me to be open. Let let him lead and guide me this morning as I speak to y'all. And I pray for that every time. But y'all, this morning the spirit is really high for me. Like this episode is for me. Like, <laughs> you know, I, most of the time I do them for y'all. But this is this is for for me. This is for me. And I pray that at least one person is impacted by it. But I said all that for a reason. We have to create better habits of what we're doing. How we're dealing with certain situations. True faith or your true religion comes out when when things like that happen. Like you can say you're a Christian all day. But let somebody tempt you. Let a storm come. What are you going to do when that happens? 
when you're in the word and you're believing and doing what the word says, when a storm happens or someone tempts you, you supposed to you're supposed to respond the way the word with word tells you to. So during a certain storm, me believing that it is only that and that it is temporary. It's not a forever storm. Just like bad days came, good will, and vice versa. But me complaining, me telling everybody about my, about my problems, but God, me doing those things, that don't help. Honestly, God can make your storm longer if you don't appreciate what he's trying to teach you during the storm. And I honestly believe for those of us who've heard of God, know of God, that it boils down to us kind of being afraid of him. Being like, "Mm, God is my last resort. Let me complain first. Let me tell John, Sally, and Sue about it first. Let me even play my gospel song first before I actually talk to God. No. Talking to God should be number one. He'll tell you number two, three, and four. Not the other way around. I want to remind you that God hears you. I don't care who you are or what you've done or what you're still doing. What battle you're facing, it doesn't matter. He hears you. He listens and he does respond. But we have to be aware of how he responds. Sometimes it's not through his voice. It may be through the word. Or sometimes it's not through the word. It may be through other people. You ever been somewhere and you prayed about something? And then hours later you're at a store and someone says something to you. And you have a certain feeling or your heart jumps. And you look at them crazy because you prayed about that certain thing. But the answer came from that person. That's only God sending that person to tell you that. Because he knew through his or her voice you would hear clearly. That happens a lot. You know, God speaks to you. He, gets, he speaks to us in a variety of ways. The way he speaks to me may not be the way he chooses to speak to you. So just pay attention. Pay attention to how he does it. It may not come instantly. You know, God doesn't give us, well... He give us a few microwave blessings, you know, quick answers and things like that. But God really wants to give us 
crock pot blessings. Like for real. And when I say crock pot blessings, for those of you who may not know, a crock pot is something that you use that cooks over hours, over time. You know, it's perfect for women who work, but they have kids. They, before they go to work, they can set their crock pot to cook a certain meal all day long. So when the woman comes home from work, she can feed her family with that crock pot meal because it's been cooking all day long. And I can attest, crock pot food is so good. I barely use my two crock pots that I've been blessed with, but crock pot food is amazing. It keeps it warm, doesn't overcook it. As long as you set it right, it doesn't overcook it. And when you eat it, it's so worth it. So worth the wait. That's what God wants to do with us, y'all. When he blesses, blesses us, he wants us to say, oh my God, that was so worth the wait. If God gave you everything that you wanted right now, you wouldn't appreciate it. You wouldn't know what to do with it. That's why we're in the crock pot. We're in the crock pot because he's working on us. He's marinating us. He's seasoning us. He's setting us on that right temperature to be done at the right time. Don't be scared to let him do that. Don't be scared to let him put you in the crock pot. Microwave blessings receive microwave pleasures. You're only going to be satisfied for a little while with that quick money, with that quick sale, with that quick high. You're only going to be satisfied for a little while. But when you're in that crock pot, crock pot satisfaction too you're gonna appreciate it so much more shout out to Renny B for that example of the crock pot because I was listening to her podcast last week and she was talking about um, that, that analogy and she used it towards entrepreneurship um, and how you need to endure and things of that nature um, and I just switched it up and used it towards religion and God and expecting his blessing. So I want to definitely give credit where credit's due. And I want to take the time to pray with y'all. Lord, I thank you for this moment. I thank you for telling us the truth about ourselves. I thank you for reminding us that we're not perfect. And that we need you more than we ever thought we did. But that's not a bad thing. Remind us that that's a good thing. Remind us that we don't want to go in this world on our own. Fighting our battles by ourselves. Because we would lose every time. Remind us that we need you. Because with you, 
we win. Remind us that the enemy wants us to be scared of you, but you are the most loving, caring, compassionate, attentive spirit will ever come into to knowledge of. If we feel like we can't hear you, if we feel like we've been praying, but you haven't said nothing, show us through a person or at a place or with something that you do, that you're listening, that you got us. For those who For those of us who know you and read your word, remind us of your word when that fear and doubt, even procrastination, tries to come and steal what you blessed us with. You've equipped us with amazing abilities, the capabilities to do things we never thought we'd be able to do, but that's because you gave it to us. And all glory goes to you, Lord. Help us become the beings you created us to be. And remind us that it's beyond our biggest imaginations. One day we're going to look up and thank you for the crockpot blessings. And every storm we had to endure to achieve. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for this day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God has you. Do not be scared of him. Don't be scared to ask anything. Don't be scared to do something because he is with you. Thank you for letting me be vulnerable with you all. Thank you for listening to today's story. Thank you for just loving my imperfect self. And I pray that I loved all my imperfect people back. I want us to go on this journey encouraging each other every step of the way and I pray that I did something in this episode that did just it it helped you make an extra step in the right direction so with all that being said I can't do this without a tribe without those people those group of people that's gonna share like tag other people who need to hear this episode, who needs this in their lives. So with all that being said, make sure that we stay connected. I'm on all the platforms, Facebook, you can find me, Oriana Coleman, my full name, O-R-I-O-N-N-A, Coleman, C-O-L-E-M-A-N. And on Instagram and Twitter, it is story, S-T-O-R-I, underscore by, B-Y, underscore Ori. Again, that's story, S-T-O-R-I, underscore by, underscore Ori, O-R-I. I replaced the Y with an I to brand the Ori in the word story. I was meant to do this, y'all. 
So connect with me, like, follow, share. Um, I'll also be releasing on those platforms when I create the Facebook group that has the Imperfect Tribe in it. And um, we'll go from there. I love y'all and I will talk to y'all soon.